Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From the offices of Create and Cultivate, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party, a podcast for women who are redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. This season, we're bringing in leading female powerhouses to take a deep dive into the topics that matter most to you. Technology, money, marketing, entrepreneurship, you name it, we're covering it all. Tune in every Wednesday for career, real talk, and BS-free advice from the best in the biz. Ready to create and cultivate the career of your dreams? Well, welcome to Work Party, the podcast. Multi-hyphenate. The term is used so frequently today that you'd be forgiven for thinking it was an old concept. But for our parents' generation, having multiple careers was not the norm. There was no side hustles, gigs, you name it. Now we're turning our side hustles into full-time jobs, companies. We're switching lanes and pivoting towards our ever-changing passions all the time. It's just like Elizabeth Gilbert's hummingbird analogy. They move from tree to tree, from flower to flower, from field to field, and lead rich, complex lives while cross-pollinating the world. Not all of us have a singular focus or that one true calling. And to be honest, that can be extremely restrictive and, and honestly kind of rigid. So if you're not wired that way, then embrace your curiosity instead, wherever it may lead, because expertise in one domain will be helpful to feel excellence in another. It's perfectly possible to be good at more than one thing in your life or to be good at multiple things simultaneously. Just ask Tia Mori Hardick. She could have made a very comfortable living just being an actor, but instead she chose to step outside of her lane to be an author, a producer, a YouTuber, a mother, and now an entrepreneur with her new company, Answer Supplements. And she's incredibly successful at all of them. It's not fair. For this episode of Work Party, I'm sitting down with Tia to find out how she followed her curiosity to pursue multiple career paths while she launched a supplement line and the many lessons she's learned along the way. So let's welcome Tia. So let's start at the very beginning. You originally came to LA from Texas with your mom um, on a two-month trial. Your mom promised that you could book a job in that two-month period, you could stay. So clearly you did. Can you take us back to that time? And you know, where did this interest in acting coming from? Where did this sort of you know, young perseverance you know, come from? How did Sister Sister happen? And you know, what were really your goals at such a young age? You know, yes. So um, my career started out in Texas when I was, you know, such a young, young little thing, should I say, you know, and again, I just give a lot of credit to my mom for listening to her children and listening to what my goals were, what my desires were. And I've always wanted to make people laugh. 
I've always wanted to entertain. I've always wanted to inspire. I've always wanted to, you know, put a smile on people's faces. And basically how it started was I started doing pageants in Texas. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but pageants is, you know, uh, it's kind of like um, a competition show where you have talent shows. And so I started off doing that. Um, I was like, Miss Colleen, Miss Fort Hood. And then that's where just the love started to just started to develop within me. I wanted to, I saw the reaction from the audience. I saw, you know, how I could put a smile on someone's face. And in return, it just gave me a lot of, a lot of joy. And then from there, um, I started to do print work, which is when you do photos like for magazines and they call them like print work. So I started doing that and that was a lot of fun. Again, I was in front of the camera. Um, and then I started doing local commercials and these are commercials that just air locally within the area. And I say this with a humble heart that you know, I started winning a lot of competitions. I started doing a lot of print work. I started doing a lot of commercials and I just wanted to evolve. I wanted to do more. And I remember watching, um, Ed McMahon's show called Star Search Mm -hmm. and, you know, Britney Spears was on there. Tatiana Lee from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, um, even Beyonce, uh, and Destiny's Child, they started on there. And, you know, I was like, mommy, like, this is what I want to do. I want to, I want to do that. I want to, I want to act. I was a huge fan of the Cosby show. Um, Lisa Bonet, she was someone that resonated with me. You know, here was this, you know, woman of color or this television show that had a beautiful black family that I could relate to. And I was like, mommy, you know, I want to do what they're doing. So my mom, you know, again, thank God for her believing in her children. She actually gave up her career and her job. And she was in the army, the um, military at that time. And you can't just quit, you know, your job. And she went to the courts, she presented a case and she, I I remember her having stacks of books about that high of print work that I had done. um, Video of uh, me and talent shows and all that. But anyway, long story short, that's how that transition, you know, happened. Me just being a part of the entertainment industry at such a young age in Texas and then wanting to evolve and grow and knowing that I would be stifled if I were to stay in LA. I needed to go to LA or Hollywood. And that's exactly what we ended up doing. And lo and behold, I ended up booking Sister Sister three years later. So kudos to my mom for just you know, believing in, believing in her children and believing in her kids. So totally. And I, I mean, I'm, it's so funny. Cause like my mom is like very much like that too. And it, I think it's so important to have strong maternal figures in your life like that, that not only obviously are able to take you places to do things, but have instilled that confidence in you. So, you know, obviously you had a lot of confidence from a young age, which I know is something that you know, women often struggle with, especially women in business. So you've had this confidence and you've sort of parlayed that into this multi-hyphenate career. You know, how did you deal with people who were like naysayers or stay in your lane? You know, just you, you're doing acting, do acting. So how did you deal with that? You know, first of all, just don't deal with it. I think that would be my answer. You know what I mean? You really have to just ignore the naysayers because really it first starts with you with you believing in yourself, believing who you are. Um, 
And again, I, I credit that to my mother because at such a young age, she really instilled within me to be myself and to embrace who I am. You know, even though I am a twin, there's only one me. And, you know, that's, that's a gift. So I say that all to say, that's what gave me the confidence to say, you know what, forget the naysayers. I'm not going to listen to what they have to say. They don't know me. They don't know who I am. When you know who you are and when you believe in who you are, then you become this strong pillar. Do you know what I mean? And the outside noise or the wind or the turbulence, it doesn't affect you. It really doesn't because, you know, you're strong in, in, in who you are. So girl, don't even, don't even listen to them. Don't even bother it. Absolutely. And, you know, we talk about you being a multi-hyphenate and one of those hyphens today is as the co-founder of your new supplement brand answer. So congratulations on that. Um, but before I dive into the business side of things, I want to touch on the personal reasons for this brand, which was your diagnosis with endometriosis, um, which yes. is something that so many women that I know are dealing with. So can you talk us through the challenges of, you know, your late diagnosis and why it's so important for women, especially black women and women of color to trust their bodies and speak up when they feel like something's wrong? Yeah, I mean, it was very unfortunate that it took me forever to find the proper diagnosis. And that was definitely the challenge within itself. I had gone to several doctors with my symptoms and you know, a lot of them kind of just bypassed my symptoms as nothing. Oh, you know, you're just having um, menstrual cramps. Put some heat on it. Put some ice on it. Get on a treadmill. But I knew that something was wrong. I knew that it wasn't normal for me to be in, you know, this amount of pain. And so, again, I started to listen to myself and I said, you know what? I've been in this body longer than anybody has, and I'm not going to stop at one doctor. And I just continued to go to different doctors until I ended up going to an incredible doctor named Dr. Kent, who, you know, diagnosed me actually right on the spot. She was like, Tia, this sounds like endometriosis. And she was an African-American doctor, Harvard graduate. And I had never known what endometriosis was, but it's unfortunate. And I feel like this tends to happen a lot with a lot of African-American women. Um, you've heard Beyonce talk about her struggles. You heard Serena Williams talk about her struggles. And, you know, I, I, I really don't know why it's, it's, it's like that, but I want people to learn from my experience. I want people to be inspired from my personal experience. And what I want to share is just don't give up, you know, don't listen to one doctor. You know your body, you know what's going on, and don't give up the fight. Um, and that was definitely, you know, my challenge. And I just, I just really hope that, you know, there's, there's some sort of change. Even I have friends. I have two friends that are African-American women. One was young um, or is young, and she was diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of 27. She had mm -hmm. gone to the doctor. Um, she had lost 15 pounds, and they were like, oh, you're too young to have cancer. That lump is nothing. She begged them to take the, the lump out and to do a biopsy. Lo and behold, she had breast cancer, and she actually had to have her right breast removed. But if she hadn't, 
been steadfast, if she hadn't, hadn't, you know, fought really hard to be persistent, we truly don't believe that she would be alive today. I have another really good friend that was diagnosed with pneumonia and she knew that she, you know, couldn't breathe. She, she had a problem. And again, the doctor was just not taking her symptoms very seriously until she finally put her two feet down and said, was like, look, I want an x-ray. And she ended up getting an x-ray and that's exactly what she had. So, you know, don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. Don't be Mm. afraid to get the answers that you're looking for. And if you're not getting it with one doctor, move on to the next. I don't know about you, but my podcast activity has significantly spiked in quarantine. I'm listening to podcasts while I cook, clean, decorate my new house, and even on my daily walks. I, of course, have my weekly faves, but this summer I've been dying for something new to spice up my routine. Well, my wish has been granted because guess what? The Michelle Obama podcast is out now on Spotify. The series brings listeners inside the former first lady's most candid and personal conversations, showing us what's possible when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable, to open up and to focus on what matters most. My hope is that this series can be a place to explore meaningful topics together and sort through some of the questions we're all trying to answer in our own lives, Michelle Obama said. Perhaps most of all, I hope this podcast will help listeners open up new conversations and hard conversations with the people who matter most to them. That's how we can build more understanding and empathy for one another. She is so amazing. Honestly, I can't think of a message we need more during these crazy, crazy, crazy times. Episode subjects focus on the relationships that shape us, from siblings and close friends, to partners, parents, and mentors, to our relationships with ourselves, and of course, our health. Joining the former first lady will be an array of special guests, including the one and only President Barack Obama, Marion and Craig Robinson, Conan O'Brien, Valerie Jarrett, Michelle Norris, and Dr. Sharon Malone. Listen for free today at spotify.com slash Michelle Obama. That's spotify.com slash Michelle Obama. Happy listening. Hi, I'm Dr. Deepika Chopra. My passion, calling, and job is really all about blending together holistic practices with real evidence-based science to help people around the world cultivate more optimism, success, and resiliency. You won't want to miss this new podcast as you'll get to hear from elite athletes, recording artists, couples, and maybe even my toddler. So if you're into arming yourself with some new practical happiness tools, join me on Mondays for your morning optimism dose. Oh, and don't forget, things are looking up. Oh, and I know so many stories like that as well. Similar story about a friend who had breast cancer. Same thing. She kept going, going. They were like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Until it was like, finally, she was like, no. And I think there's a fear of standing up for yourself when it comes to medicine, because it's like, you don't know. But I think it's more important, like you said, to understand, you know, your body better than anyone. If you're feeling like something's up, like, you know, ask questions. Um, And oftentimes, you know, women put ourselves last. We feel pressured to be everything to everyone. We work so hard, um, obviously have a ton of stress. So you're really looking to change the narrative with answer on that and encouraging women to put, you know, their oxygen mask on first. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. So, you know, unfortunately I saw this with my mom, you know, it was a blessing that she was there for her children. I mean, again, I wouldn't be where I am today if if it weren't for her, but 
I noticed that, you know, once everybody was out of the house, meaning once all of the kids were grown, she was kind of like sitting there twirling her fingers and, you know, didn't really know what to do with herself. And so my point is, is exactly what you just said. I feel that, you know, women were, were natural at being nurturers. We're natural at just kind of taking care of everyone first. But I truly believe in how can the goose lay the egg if the goose does not take care of herself? So how can you be the best mom? How can you be the best sister? How can you be the best entrepreneur? How can you be the best friend if you do not take care of yourself? So um, answer, we have a hashtag where I want all women, and we're, we're talking to the women right now in general, to meditate on the hashtag self-care is not selfish. And you know, I tend to do that with, with myself. Like say, for instance, if I'm like running around and I only have a few minutes within the day and, you know, I hadn't taken my, taken my supplements or I hadn't worked out. I said, you know, I, I literally say to myself, Tia, self-care is not selfish. You have to take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, then how can you be there for your children? How can you be there for, for your, your significant other, your husband? So, um, yes, it's important for us to, you know, just take care of ourselves, man. You know, so it's, it's definitely been my motto and I've learned it through my personal experience. I've learned it, you know, through my mother. Um, and again, I just want to inspire and encourage all of the other women out there that self-care isn't selfish. It's okay to, you know, take care of yourself. Absolutely. And you've since written two books about your experience, specifically with endometriosis, but including Oh Baby and the Whole New You cookbook, um, which has been amazing. And I know we've talked about this previously, but like food really changed your life, like the, what you eat and how you eat. So can you talk a little bit about that as well? Yes. So you know, when I was properly diagnosed with endometriosis, I had gone through um, two surgeries and I was taking pain medicine to deal with the pain, you know, and my doctor was like, we were headed towards a third surgery. And my doctor was like, look, Tia, if you don't want to have a third surgery and if you want to have children, because I was like around 25 years old when this was happening. And she was like, if you want to have kids, you know what, you're basically going to have to stop depending on me. You are going to have to change your lifestyle. You're going to have to change your diet. And that was the first time I had ever heard a doctor say that, you know, doctors are usually kind of just giving you pills or, you know, doing quick fixes. And I just thank her so much for giving me that knowledge because that's what's changed my life for the better. And that's exactly what I did. I literally went into heavy research, reading books, The Body Ecology Diet, reading The Kind Life by Alicia Silverstone. I would sit down and talk with a nutritionist and I started changing my diet, staying away from foods that caused inflammation in the body, like um, dairy, processed sugar, gluten. And again, this was the first time I was hearing this. You know, I, my, you know, my family, they're from the South. So I, you know, was used to eating fried chicken, macaroni and cheese, you know, the, um, <laughs> the oil that you save in your cupboard, you know, when you cook oil and then you put it in the people from the South, I'm telling you, you'll know what I'm talking about. 
You would literally <laughs> save your oil in the cupboard for like months. Like that was how I was cooking. So this was all, you know, new to me. I was like, oh, you could have fresh herbs. Oh, <laughs> you don't, you don't, you don't have to eat greens in a can. You can actually buy like fresh greens. So anyway, my point is without, you know, drawing this out is, you know, I, I started eating foods that were fermented, which helps with your gut flora, Mm. which yes, it helps with build good bacteria within your gut. And I started taking supplements. Um, I started working out. I started doing yoga. I started meditating. And I am telling you, I saw my whole body do a shift and I no longer had eczema. I no longer had migraines. I was suffering from crazy migraines because, you know, they say dairy is a culprit for, um, you know, inflammation within the body. So I was staying away from all of that. My, my family thought I was crazy, y'all. Like my family <laughs> thought I was crazy when I was telling them that I wasn't, you know, eating that way anymore. They're like, what? Um, but anyway, after being on that particular diet, I was able to get pregnant with my son, Cree. And I talked to my doctor, Dr. Kent, uh, who, you know, diagnosed me with endometriosis. And she said, Tia, I'm telling you, it was because of that diet. Yeah. And so, yes. And so I didn't want to keep all of that information to myself. I wanted to share, especially since endometriosis has a huge percentage of women um, in the African-American community that has it. So... Mm you know, I just wanted again to share my story, to inspire and to bring awareness to what I was dealing with and what really helped me. And so I, I love this. I think it's so important to have these conversations about, you know, dealing with something like that. I mean, it really affects your entire life and then being able to make these changes and see those changes. It's, it's really incredible. And obviously you took that and you realized, you know, my, the food I'm eating is changing my life. I wrote this book and supplements I'm taking are really changing my life. I'm going to start this brand answer. So the diet, you know, the dietary supplements industry is set to be worth $230 billion by 2027. It's huge, huge business. So tell us about the launch of the product, what went into it and you know, where, you know, what's your long-term vision for the brand? Yes. So again, you know, you kind of already said it a little bit, but you know, the launch of Answer basically was birthed because of my own personal story, right? Um, I was on this wellness journey and I ended up seeing how, you know, because I changed my lifestyle, um, I just started to feel incredibly amazing. Um, And I wanted to share that. I wanted to encourage women to take charge of their health and their wellness. And one way that you can do that is by taking your supplements. Also, I think it's really important to note that why it was so important for me to launch Answer was because when I was on this personal journey, I did not see representation. I did not see women of color. I did not see women of diversity. And that bothered me. You know, I was like, this is wrong. I want to change this narrative. So along with the launch, that's why it was so important for me to come out with a brand that spoke to consumers that did not feel involved, that did not feel included, you know, to answer your question where I want this brand to go, 
you know, we have an incredible research team over at Answer, and we found that with the DNA, it doesn't vary when it comes to ethnicities, but where it does vary is with lifestyle, culture, awareness, and education. So my goal with this brand is to continue to educate, to continue to bring awareness, to continue to inspire and encourage, you know, people to reach their potential when it comes to your wellness. You deserve it. And also, you know, if you see on the bottle of answer, it says you are the answer insinuating that you are in control of your health and your wellness. You have that responsibility. Don't put that responsibility just on a doctor. Mm. And so, you know, my goal is to build, you know, come out with more products that will just, you know, help people in general feel good on a day-to-day basis. Life is short. It's short. And we have to feel good and enjoy every moment that we have here. And if you have the ability to take care of yourself, why not, why not do it? So, and you deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. And I love that you've created a brand that's not only inclusive in terms of diversity, but also in terms of price point. Like, you know, the cost is $30 for a 60 day supply. When I think about supplements and vitamins, I think expensive, expensive, expensive. Like you check out and you're like, how the hell, how did I just put $300? Like, and it feels inaccessible. So tell us about the strategy behind that decision. You said it. I'm telling you, you said you check out, right? When you look at the pricing. And again, my goal with answer is to make wellness accessible. It hurts me to the core when I was out there on my personal journey and I saw that wellness only was designed or made for one type of customer. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's not fair. I wanted to change that narrative. So my goal is definitely to, you know, make sure that answer is accessible without sacrificing the quality and the integrity of the product. You know, these ingredients are fresh, they're clean ingredients. But, you know, we over here at Answer, I'm so proud of this, we usually say, like you said, the pricing of the bottle, it's, you know, $29.99. That's like saying you are spending 50 cents a day mm-hmm. on your health insurance. And I will tell you, honey, that is the cheapest health insurance around. So, <laughs> so you know, but you said it. I, I don't want people to check out. I don't want people to be like, oh my gosh, oh, that's just crazy. That's just too much. I'm not going to do that. So why not make it, make it, you know, accessible? Absolutely. And, you know, if it isn't obvious enough, you know, this isn't just a celebrity endorsed brand. You are the driving force behind the brand. You are highly, highly involved. Why did you choose to be so hands-on and how do you manage your time? Obviously you have your mom, you're an actress, you're an entrepreneur. How are you focusing, you know, your time and energy with all these different projects? Yeah. Well, you know, I will say this. I wouldn't say that Answer is like really a celebrity-focused driven brand. Um, my goal really with Answer is, you know, when people see it, that they fall in love with it and they don't even know 
you know, they don't even know who I am. They're just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, the bonus is, oh, that's that girl from his sister, sister. <laughs> oh, this is, you know, <laughs> this is her line. Oh, great. But anyway, the reason why I'm so hands-on is because this is my baby. God. You know, I, you know, answer became answer and it was birthed because of my own personal story. But not only that, you know me, Jacqueline, I'm all about authenticity and I want to make sure that this brand stays true to that. Um, this brand stays true to communicating with the, you know, the audience that didn't feel included within, you know, the, the wellness space and, and the wellness world. And speaking on that, or in addition to that, I am in love with women in general. You know what I mean? I'm a woman. Um, you know how much I love you over at Create and Cultivate. I'm in love with women of color, women of diversity. I'm also, you know, just, just really passionate about, you know, people who don't really feel included or who feel excluded. So I want to be that representation. Mm -hmm. I want my stamp of approval and, you know, I just want to be that representation. And, and that is, it's, it's really important to me. And, you know, when you're hands-on, it's really important, but of course I can't be everywhere. Um, and I'm very grateful to have the team that understands my vision, that respects my vision, and that is able to be there when I, when I can't. Absolutely. I mean, well, it's safe to say you're building an empire. So for those starting out, where are the most important areas do you think for a business owner or entrepreneur to focus? Okay. I, I feel like this is a very, very, very important question. Okay. I think entrepreneurs should definitely focus on their product. Product product, product is the most important thing, especially when we're talking about finances here. You know, we all kind of want to focus on that big launch, especially when it comes to finances. But I picture it this way. If somebody has the product or when people have the product in their hand, and if it's not a great product, you just lost a lot of money. <laughs> you For know what sure. I mean? So yes. I really think that your focus should definitely, definitely be on your product, right? And making sure that that product is the best. Then I think what's really important is for you to focus on marketing and who your audience is. Get to know who you are marketing to. What is your story, you know? And also, what makes you different from everyone else? And then... I feel like what you need to focus on then is getting it out there as much as you can, right? Just putting so much, you know, time and energy on spreading the word, whether that's through your social media platform, whether that's through um, word of mouth, whether that's through reviews. So yeah, I would say those are kind of like the things that it's, it's important to focus on. And, you know, you're a self-professed type A person who likes to control everything. Same here. Um, how do you, how do you take that, but then build this team, build this product? Like, how are you learning to let go in certain ways in your life? Well, how I've learned to let go is you've mentioned team, right? You can't do everything. You really can't do everything on your own. And this is how I look at it. I look at it like a song, right? 
you cannot have a beautiful song with just one person or one instrument, one note, right? When you have people that are so good at different things, whether it's they're good at the violin, they're good at, you know, the orchestra or, you know, leading the, I don't know what that's called, but uh, (laughs) the maestro. Yes. Um, But my point is, Trusting your team and building a team that knows how to take care of your weaknesses, because we all have weaknesses. And then you start to build this amazing symphony and the music is, it's harmonized and it's beautiful. And, you know, it's also important to have a team that understands your goals and understands your vision. And you have to be um, very vocal in vocalizing what your goals are and, you know, what your vision is unapologetically. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, so, you know, I would say that's what really, really helps me is understanding that I need a team, then building a beautiful, you know, orchestra and creating an, an awesome, you know, symphony together. I love it. And obviously entrepreneurship is not without challenges, but we're all being tested right now with what's happening with COVID-19. So what are some of the strategies you put in place to ensure your business is successful through this period? Obviously health and wellness is top of mind, um, but how have you been coping with that? Wow. Yeah. You know, (laughs) it's been tough. And I think the key to being a great entrepreneur is learning how to pivot learning how to adjust and not getting so caught up and trapped in that feeling of being trapped. Do you know what I mean? So learning how to adjust, learning how to pivot, pivot, and that's exactly what we've done. I mean, the good news is, especially with our climate right now is Answer is an e-commerce you know, business. So you can go online, you can order the products, whatever you like, and it'll just show up at your door, which has been so incredibly beneficial for us. Another strategy is I'm so proud of the community and the audience that we have built in such a short period of time is to, you know, we've communicated with our audience and, you know, a lot of them are asking for products that help with immunity. So we've definitely been able to come up with, you know, um, certain products like that, which are in high demand. So that was, you know, some sort of pivot and adjustment that, that we've done that has been extremely beneficial to us. But I think the key is in times like this is again, to communicate with, with your audience you know, what are they thinking? What do they want from you? What's going on in their minds? What's going on in their heads? And, you know, deliver, you know, Mm -hmm. and I do have a lot of help. I have, you know, an incredible company that I've been working with, Biosports, who have been um, leaders in the health industry for years. So if we need to come up with an immunity booster right away, they'll be able to help me come up with the formula and help with mass production and stuff like that. So that has been extremely beneficial for, for us. Yeah. Finding the right partners. I mean, I feel like this whole thing is a test of partnerships. Like who's with you, who's there to like down to pivot with you and make those decisions. I think that's so true. So you've obviously had this successful career journey with the knowledge you have now, what advice would you give yourself 10 years, 20 years ago? What advice would you give yourself? Wow. I would 
I would tell myself, number one, you are enough. You can do anything that you put your mind to. Make sure that you continue to stay steadfast. Believe in yourself. Trust the journey. Mm -hmm. I think that is the one thing that I have learned as an adult and a woman in her 40s right now is when I learned to just let go and just go with the flow and just trust the journey, trust the process, there's peace in that and there's joy in that. So I would definitely tell my younger self that. And also, don't pay attention to the haters. No. (laughs) (laughs) So true. I'm just thinking how, you know, a teenager would deliver information. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, You know, don't pay attention to the haters. Don't pay attention to the naysayers. Continue to do you, boo. Do you. Believe in yourself. You are enough. Look at yourself in the mirror every single day and tell yourself, I love you. You are worth it. I love it. So I'm just going to end on this. You know, obviously, as we said, you're a multi-hyphenate. You have multiple hyphens right now, but what's your next big goal? Oh, gosh, Jacqueline. No pressure. Um, like, not like we're in a pandemic. And no, a I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, my next goal, I'll just tell you, my goals are to definitely continue to be on the path that I'm on right now, which is evolving as an at-home cook. I want to continue to inspire people in that way to get in the kitchen, to, you know, make memories with your family, have a great time in the kitchen. So I just want to continue to grow from that, you know, standpoint. Maybe that's, I don't know, come out with my own line one day. And it's all about practicality, just encouraging people, you know, to have fun in the kitchen. So continue to write books, continue to act. My goal with acting is I want to start producing. So as you know, I'm very passionate about women and I'm very passionate about women's, their stories and representation is what matters. So when you, you know, see women's stories and when it's relatable and when it's real, you're inspired by them. So I want to continue to create um, amazing stories for beautiful women, whether that's behind the camera or in front of the camera. Amazing. Um, And then with Answer, I just want to continue to build and to grow. I'm so excited to say that in September, we have another launch and we will be launching vitamin C gummies, elderberry gummies, vitamin D gummies, which is really, really important, especially during COVID. Vitamin D, I don't know if we can say that word, if that's like a word that we're not supposed to talk about, but um, vitamin D is really important. And then we're going to be coming out with an immunity booster um, with zinc and echinacea. So my point is, is continue to make people feel incredible on a day-to-day basis and to put a smile on people's faces, Jacqueline, and to inspire because it makes me feel good, you know? I wish I could have your laugh on loop because it's just the best. And honestly, you are killing the game. We're so lucky to have you on the podcast. And I'm so excited to see what you do next. I'm definitely getting the vitamin D gummies when those come out. Yay! (laughs) Um, Well, thank you so much for your time. Uh, Thank you, Jacqueline. Always a pleasure. I'm here for you. Yes, and same, same. Keep us posted on everything. Okay. We love you. Okay. I love you. Bye. 
have you bought your copy of Work Party the Book? Part career manifesto, part practical business advice, Work Party the Book is everything I wish I knew during my early years as an entrepreneur. The ups, the downs, the things I learned and the women that helped me to make it happen. Just like in our podcast, Work Party the Book does not shy away from the nitty gritty details you need to know. If you hope to start your own business or become the HBIC at your current gig, we're here to help you out. Available in hardcover and audiobook on Amazon, also on iBooks at Target and your local bookstore. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Work Party, the podcast. If you felt inspired and learned something new, let us know in a review on iTunes and check us out on social at Work Party. For every episode, we have downloadable resources available on workparty.com. So you can put these tips and tools into action for your own business. Thanks again for listening. And as always, work hard, party on.